0: Aloha listeners, Dr. Tiki of Tiki Bar TV here, welcoming you to the Zen Tiki Lounge. So get those cocktail shakers ready, rub on the fake tan and prepare for the shenanigans.
1: Aloha sunshine.
0: And aloha listeners. Aloha listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. This is episode two hundred and one. That's a lot. Fucking tabulous. That's a lot of lot a lot of podcasts and a lot of cocktails. Let's put some music on. How about that?
1: I can't believe we even have anything to talk about anymore.
0: Oh, we never run out.
1: Yeah, just you and me.
0: I (laughs) think I mean I think uh, I think this podcast is a lot like a tiki bar. You're really never done decorating a tiki bar. You just keep adding and adding and adding, mm-hmm. and, until uh, you're a hoarder. And then when you die, people say, "Damn, where did he get all that shit?"
1: And then they fight over it.
0: And yes, hopefully yeah. they do fight over some of it because I, I, some of it is vintage and some of it is modern, not so vintage, and some of it is crap.
1: I won't be fighting over rum jumbie. You won't? He scares me.
0: Pumpkin might. Every so,
1: every week he stares at me. He's staring at me right now.
0: <laughs> so listeners, I want to give you a nice big welcome to the lounge. The cocktail that we're having this week is called Donga Punch. This is one of the um, oh, one of the drinks you can find in uh, a few of Beach Bum Barry's books or his application for the iPhone called Tiki Plus. Mm-hmm. The Donga Punch is three ingredients. Well, technically more because one of the syrups is a, a compilation, but... It's really just, it's a nice aged Martinique rum, so when a recipe calls for an aged rum, use an aged rum. Nothing Bacardi Bacardi. is acceptable when they ask for a nice aged rum. You're talking 12 years or more, 15 is nice, And it should never be silver. It should always have a nice deep amber or dark color to it when it's a nice aged rum, at least in my opinion. And
1: what's the average price for that, just out of curiosity?
0: Well, when you get to a 12-year or more, I mean, you can find a bottle for as little as $25. That's not so bad. No, and then, you know, all the way up to 100 plus. But there are some great, there are some great aged rums like the Eldorado... 15year uh, uh, you can pick that up for 29.99 on sale um, you know uh, M- Myers isn't an aged rum so I wouldn't use that people always go to that one I would go with like an Appleton or the Eldorado or the Mocambo mm. uh, that would be that would be one of my favorites and right how much now.
1: how many ounces of rum are you putting in the drink
0: there's an ounce and a half of the aged rum in here mm-hmm. there's also an ounce and a half of Don's mix which is a sugar syrup that has also, cinnamon-infused syrup in it. Hmm.
1: Well, that's nice what, and that's, sour. I like that's it. That's what
0: Don's mix is, and there's grapefruit juice mm-hmm. in there, uh, and then um, also lime juice. That's it. It's just really those three it's ingredients. Good. It's nice and simple, and it's refreshing on a Saturday afternoon. Yes. In the dimly lit tiki bar that we have here.
1: It's a little brighter than usual in here. Start shining out. blackout curtains on the walls.
0: All four of us were in the lounge last week.
1: Yeah, I, bar- I barely remember.
0: Yeah, and um, what do you what do you think? Do you prefer the the one-on-one? Or the, the the melange of all of us.
1: Hmm. I think I prefer the one-on-one, but it's fun when we all get together because we get to talk <laughs> out, outside the podcast. But it's like wrangling cats. To it is. Yeah. It is. It
0: is yeah. very much, very much like wrangling cats. Well, listeners, I hope you you've gotten a comfortable chair to sit in, and you're in a a, a dim area, or if you're out out of doors, mm-hmm. uh, I hope you've found a nice sunny lounge chair to enjoy the show. Uh, We're going to let the music play a little bit, we're going to go find the mail sack, and we have so much more to come. Tiki Mail!
1: I don't know if I have anything to say about your sack this week. You've obviously still haven't cleared up that gout.
0: Well, then I will say something about the mail sack myself. I guarantee you, I promise you that it is nice and smooth and shorn today. Did it hurt? Mm-mm.
1: No? Did you shave it or Brazilian no, it? No, didn't. It?
0: No, 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 no. I just made sure that the the sack was full of mail mm-hmm. and that uh, it was nice and smooth.
1: I see. So it might still be hairy. It's just smooth because it's puffed with mail. No, it's mail. smooth. Oh, I see.
0: So. naired it. Uh... Let's let's get back to business. This first email comes to us from from Stephen, who we met at Tiki Oasis. He joined us in the room if yes. you remember. He says, Hey, Sunshine, and all the ladies of the lounge. I think that's catching on.
1: Yes, the ladies of the lounge. lounge. That's fine.
0: I just finished listening to Podcast 200. Congratulations. 200 is a real milestone in the podcast world.
1: Especially for us, because we're lazy shits. Well, we
0: can can be. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? Um, So after I read this email from Steven, I went back and I looked at a lot of the podcasts that I listened to. For the most part, only two of about the 15 podcasts that I listened to have made it past 200. Hmm. Some are in the 800s or so, but these are the folks who, they do a a five-day-a-week podcast, and they've been doing that for the five years that we have been. That's exhausting. But uh, a lot of shows out there, you know, they do it once a week, they do it once a month, and then they just disappear, and you don't hear from them for a year, and then they pop back in for a show or two, and then they just go away, and they're gone forever.
1: That doesn't build an
0: audience. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It really doesn't. But you know what? Podcasting is a hobby, and so I think, uh, you know, it comes and goes. Sure. So he said, the rest of the emails on a show-related note... Please let the ladies know that 100% pure natural cocoa butter stick is the perfect hot tub lubricant.
1: (laughs) Yes, I read that email.
0: You can find it at Amazon, and he gives an address. Sometimes it can be found locally in the hair care aisle of your favorite store. Thanks for 200 podcasts full of laughs. Zen, rum, and tiki. See you all at Tiki Oasis. Steven.
1: And so, Steven was in our podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And him and his wife had lovely hair, so I'm wondering if they had the cocoa butter oh, stick that's, for that's, their hair. That's not his oh. wife. No. Oh. No. Girlfriend?
0: Not his wife, yeah. Okay. So, um... Not that that matters. No,
1: no. But uh, they must, did they use it on their hair and then discover that it worked in the jacuzzi?
0: <laughs> you know, or
1: did they use it in the jacuzzi and discover it worked on their hair?
0: Stephen, maybe we can get a follow-up email. Yeah, we need
1: to know more info about this. Let us know if,
0: if you know firsthand that the uh, pure natural cocoa butter stick works in the hot tub or if it's hearsay. Yes. Just yeah, we need
1: to know if you've experimented <laughs> with it or not.
0: All right, this next email. Uh, who does this come from? From Ronnie. Aloha, Zen Tikis. Ronnie here. Wishing you all the best for your five-year anniversary, which that's coming up in two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. I have been listening to the show for almost three years and it keeps getting better. I think the show's... Oh, I think that means where. I think the show's where all of you are there at the same time are my favorites. I like the shenanigans. Please don't stop. I need my excuse to drink rum at my home tiki bar each week. Mahalo, Ronnie.
1: But we need an excuse to drink rum, too. Well, I do. I don't need an excuse. No. I need but... an excuse to leave my husband and child and come here and drink rum, and mm. the podcast is a good excuse.
0: Well, I'm, I'm glad I can help you out with that. Mahalo for the email, Ronnie. This next one is from Anne and Brady. Congrats on your 200th podcast! So Exclamation point. Thanks for the fun, advice, and laughs. My girlfriend just tried making her own liquors and spiced rums. Our friends were very impressed with the cocktails we made. We didn't tell them the secret, but wanted you to know that we are believers. Making your own mixes and doing everything fresh is the way to go. See you at Tiki Caliente, Anne and Brady.
1: You could start a cult.
0: A cult? What would it be called?
1: The, the cult of sunshine, of course.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to seem vain. Sunshine's like... way. <laughs> <laughs> the way to sunshine. The way
1: to sunshine.
0: Maybe. The path to sunshine. So uh, it's very cool that Anne and Brady are going to be going to Tiki Caliente. Um, And we'll speak a little bit more about uh, that awesome event a little bit later in the show. But if you want to send us a note, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Or you can go to Facebook and look for the Zen Tiki Lounge page, like our page, or send us a note. You can also find Sunshine, Kalani, and Starshine all on Facebook. But not
1: Pumpkin. But not
0: Pumpkin. And you can send us personal messages, and we just might read those on the show. And so, again, if you do send us something, very likely that we're going to read it on the show. So no like complaining. That. No complaining. All right. So, uh, well, we've... Uh,
1: is that uh, all we're going to talk about? That's all we're going
0: to talk about right now. No, <laughs> the show is over. No, I'm I'm feeling a little inebriated, which is nice. And, You've been um, drinking
1: before I got here again, haven't you?
0: I was just trying. Because something you had a new. quarter
1: of that drink so far. Yeah, I'm done with mine. <laughs> He's well, been drinking. Since and Aiden I had a morning. full
0: breakfast. Um, hang on, because there's plenty more. of you listening to the podcast right now, well, you're a very lucky bunch because you're hearing about Tiki Caliente. I want to talk to you about Tiki Caliente, the great, awesome event that is coming up May 20th to 22nd in Palm Springs, California. And it's really a really nice event. It is smaller than some of the other events, meaning you actually have time to talk to people. And Do a little chit chat and actually maybe get to meet a friend or or make a friend or so um, without having literally thousands of people around. It's just more quaint and it's a a more get to know each other kind of event. And I want to thank the listeners who participated already from last week's show. We did a little promotion and folks went on over to the Tiki Caliente Facebook page and they said, I love the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. And uh, the first five to do that, well, they were able to pre-book a room at the main hotel for Tiki Caliente this May. And, uh, well, the regular rooms, or the rest of the rooms, go on sale February 1st. So this show is posting on, what is it, January 29th. And in just a few days, uh, you're going to be able to go to Chiquicaliente.com. You can get the link on our webpage as well. And you can book your room while they last. But this isn't a really big hotel, folks, so it is going to sell out fast. And I encourage you to head on over to Chiquicaliente.com and book your room. Check out all of the uh, musical artists, the artists and vendors, and all the other great stuff that is going to happen at Tiki Caliente this May. We'll be there. We're having a room party. And some of our listeners are going to be there. It's going to be a great time. What do you think, Starshine?
1: I hope that Stephen brings the cocoa butter.
0: <laughs> they do have a jacuzzi. <laughs> Alrighty, Starshine. Yes. Uh, let's see what I wrote down. What are, <clears throat> what are we Excuse talking me. about this week? Oh, well, uh, I want to talk... You asked me why these three tiki mugs were on the bar. Yes. Yes. And they're here because, well, you know, part of part of the Zen of our show is, you know, we, we try to be as green as possible, okay. but not to the <clears throat> not to the trendiness of green, just because it just makes sense. Sure, uh, I think being green is actually kind of a lame thing to say.
1: Yeah, but you sound like Kermit the Frog.
0: <laughs> well, and it's not easy.
1: Green, it's <laughs> not, not easy being green until you see the oh, rainbow. God, connection. the
0: Muppet movie is such a great. Movie. You used to
1: love the Muppets, I remember.
0: I still do. I still do. <clears throat> And so anyway, so um when it for me being green just means, you know, don't make trash when you don't have to, don't use disposable things if you don't need to, mm-hmm. reuse something whenever you can, don't be wasteful, blah blah blah, you know. And I say blah 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 because to me it's common sense and you shouldn't have to think about it much. But so so you know, I'm sitting around the tiki bar sometimes and I think, god, I haven't used this in forever. Do I really want it anymore? And so something that came up the other day were these three tiki mugs and mm-hmm. they're they're a set. Sure. And they're, they're highball size. And I was like, oh, you know what? You know, they're not my favorite tiki mugs. I don't think I'm ever going to do anything with them. And so I thought, well, I, but I need to do something with them because I don't want to just toss them. And so um, I'm going to turn them into little planters. And I was put thinking little, you
1: could put use them as candle holders. Put little
0: house plants in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've done this before. So, listeners, you know, it's actually really easy. Um, you know, tiki mugs are ceramic. So, obviously, you don't want to be dealing with plastic, but t- a good tiki mug is ceramic and if you have a masonry bit on your drill mm-hmm. uh which it has a really nice fine sharp point so that from the bottom of the mug so flip it over with the rim resting on a um, hard but flat and smooth surface. You don't want it on you don't a want rough it to edge, wiggle. right? Um, go ahead and drill through the bottom center, uh, pushing pushing firmly down mm-hmm. when you drill, <clears throat> and uh, you'll get a nice clean hole. Usually, you might get a little flaking on the. Um, the glazing on the inside, but that's okay. But well, for, you're going
1: to cover it with dirt anyway. You
0: are. But for all houseplants, you, you've got to have drainage. Otherwise, the roots drown. You know, uh, plants drown just like people do. Oh,
1: poor little plant! And you don't want
0: that to happen. And so, you know, I'm going to put in some houseplants in here, the kind that I know go really well in a dimly lit tiki bar. So, like uh, ivy. Or mm-hmm. uh, fern um, things that look tropical enough, <clears throat> but will also live in a dark room, and I don't have to worry too much about them. So uh, it's just an example of don't throw everything away. You know, there's there's always something you can do with sure. something, or at the very least, give it to somebody. Like I have something for the senator, which oh. y- I mean, you saw it last week when Pumpkin brought it over. What the was it? um. The uh, mural of the uh, canyon. I did with not the see it. I wasn't
1: here last week. Oh, you weren't? No. Oh, okay. so <clears throat> Pumpkin uh, said um, she was going to bring it to the New Year's yes. Eve party, and she did not.
0: So, Pumpkin received as a gift uh, one of those large light-up pictures that you put on the wall.
1: Yes, and how cheesy is it? Because I know it's going up in my house.
0: You know, it's actually not... Mm that cheesy.
1: No, because I know it's going up on well, a Well, it's
0: it's tacky. Yeah. It's not cheesy. But we
1: like tack in my we house. We do. Yeah. So
0: it's a nice picture <clears throat> of like one of the arches, an arches national monument ah. with a river flowing under it. We should and go there
1: on a vacation. We
0: should. Yeah. And the river looks like it's moving. And it has a volume setting on the back so you can turn up and down the sound of the running water. See,
1: that's <laughs> nice because actually we sleep with a noise, I call it a noisemaker, and uh-huh. we set it for crickets right now. So maybe we We can put it in our room. (laughs) Fall asleep to it at night.
0: Maybe you can. But uh, are in the desert. It's one of those things where, you know, Pumpkin didn't want to throw it away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I looked at it and said, this has no place in my home. And we were thinking, the senator will probably really want to put this up somewhere yeah, the
1: senator is a man that when i first met him when we first were living together went into the garbage and drug a do you remember this a six foot budweiser sign out of the dumpster that oh, he found. i don't remember and he brought it to our house and plugged it in
0: <laughs> <laughs> so was it like neon and all? it was
1: um yeah it was neon he had plugged it was a big a rectangular light light box one You know,
0: and you know, every home needs one of those.
1: I don't know where the what fucking dumpster he got out of, some bar he was drinking at.
0: Well, y'all did live near a bunch of bars. We
1: did. We lived near about 20 bars. So,
0: yeah, that was actually a very nice area. Bar bar hopping was nice. Uh, But so, just going down that theme of reuse things, don't throw them away. Everybody should kind of live by that. You know, it's it shouldn't be one of those situations where you say, Well, my great grandmother said waste not want not. That shouldn't be something from. The, uh, what do we call that period? The depression. (laughs) (laughs) That's the rum. It shouldn't be be something from the depression. It should just be a common mantra that we all have in life. Waste not, want not. Don't uh, don't throw things away that could possibly be enjoyed by somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I'll get off my soapbox now. I just wanted to say I'm I'm reusing tiki mugs. I'm going to turn them into planners. We're we're re-gifting to somebody who's going to find value in something.
1: You could fill them with candy and give them away for Valentine's Day.
0: No, no i'm not gonna do that no but yes you could you could you absolutely could you could find like no one know.
1: needs to know that they're old is what i'm saying i never noticed that they were on your bar you could have given them to me for christmas and i would was well, like they've oh been,
0: they've been under the bar collecting dust for quite some time anywho um so uh let's see you are mm-hmm. a watcher of the madmen Yes.
1: I am, and mostly because I like any clothes from that era.
0: So, I was just listening to another podcast mm-hmm. and this is this is uh, you know, mid-century modern, you know, the the Mad Men follows that theme. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got a it's got a strong following and I think that it seems like the people who follow Mad Men also to a large degree they also follow tiki <laughs> mid-century modern. Uh, Exotica. Sure, it's the same they, time period. Yeah, they <clears throat> the, these things all melange mm-hmm. together. And I honestly have never seen one episode of the show. So I just heard another podcast that they have signed Mad Men for an additional season, and it was being questioned. They didn't know if they were going to get the Don Draper guy to sign for. Oh, another season. give me a
1: break! He's the main guy, John Hamm.
0: Well, right, meaning I guess the show would end after what is it four seasons now?
1: Something like that. So yeah. the
0: fifth season may not have happened. I find
1: that hard to believe. He's that that show made him. Where else would he go?
0: You know what? And, but here's the thing. <clears throat> Some of the listeners may not know this, but I'm a little bit gay. A little? A little.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't know. And
0: John Ham, is that his name? Yes. He's not a bad looking guy.
1: Oh, he's so hot. But, but he's, he's only not... hot in those clothes. Yes,
0: yes. That's it. Because when he was on Saturday Night Live. <clears throat> I was like, I don't get it, people. And I've never seen Mad Men, yeah. so I hadn't seen him in his accoutrement. You, you know, have to I, see him
1: on the show. Because in real life, sometimes I'm like, oh, he looks a little too scruffy. You know, he doesn't put himself together well. But when you see him on the show, he's hot.
0: All right. I so suppose, you have to see him on the show. I suppose I'll we'll have to see the show. Now, the ladies at work that watch the show, um, some of them are coming to work with those hairstyles. Really? And with, yes, they're doing the do's. They're putting it up. And um, they're even, even their clothing is getting a little retro. Now, we work in a business professional environment, so dresses and skirts are not all that recommended. Really? Although every once in a while, one of the ladies at work will pull off a nice dress that is still professional looking mm-hmm. um, and is not too high cut or too wispy or too Well, wavy. if you watch
1: the show, most of the women are secretaries, and I think that a lot of those looks would work in your work environment. Yeah. You know, not if the girls are go, at your work are going to work in rockabilly style, then that's something else.
0: Well, we do have one girl that yeah. does that, too. And
1: that's a hard look. I mean, you really have to put a lot of effort into a rockabilly look. Apparently, it all has to be to the T. Apparently,
0: she spends <clears throat> three hours a day yeah. getting ready. I mean, and I that's... just, I don't understand why anyone, I, you, you know, I mean, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I spend 10 minutes in the bathroom.
1: Yeah.
0: And that includes the shower.
1: Mine's probably 20 minutes. But I I admire that rockabilly look. That takes a lot of effort. You have to be like into that. Now you have to pin set your hair and you know
0: rockabilly is an interesting thing because uh, there is a there is a division in the tiki uh, community mm-hmm. over is rockabilly part of or not part of. Now personally, I believe that rockability 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 rockabilly is is it's not even offshoot of tiki or mid century modern. It is its own genre i didn't i don't even want to call it a subgenre mm-hmm. and time period wise sure sure you could put people together at the same event
1: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, well, I disagree I think that
1: rockabilly offshot from that same time period the hairstyles and the makeup are exactly the same
0: why well, I say keep them in a, in a separate room but I like rockabilly is the <laughs> and I, don't and I like swing it. music so I don't, swing is all right I just yeah. won't dance it I don't mind listening to it you try to drag me out but that you
1: times. know those styles are pretty compatible for time period so they you know the whole exotic you know what's kind of interesting is
0: the rockabilly <laughs> A swimming hole look. Mm-hmm. So the girl lounging by the pool with her hair in an updo and the makeup just so, who never actually gets in the water.
1: Well, they're also blindingly white too, right? Yes, Usually, yes. you know. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> no that sand. is
0: my that is my understanding of a uh, Rockabilly uh, pool attire. But
1: what women in the fifties got in the pool? They didn't get in the pool. They didn't. No. Why you not? get your hair wet? It took two days to do that hair. I guess. No, they didn't. Women, they didn't get in the pool. They did their hair once a week.
0: Uh, you learn yeah, no some, swimming. You learn something new no. every day. And their
1: makeup? No way. You spend two hours doing your makeup, you're going to get in the pool? No.
0: Okay, I believe you. I just, I really, I mean, I never thought about it.
1: Nope.
0: Um, so, well, so anyway, so the Don Draper thing and, and Mad Men, I mm-hmm. guess I'm going to have to, I don't know, do I need to get into the show? Do I need to try it?
1: I think that you should watch the first season just to see the, um, the fashions, because right now it's kind of, pro- <sighs> the fourth season is the end of the 60s to the 70s, um, and the Mad Men kind of thing is seeing how it will adapt to the '70s, because these people are very '1960s, you know, macho machismo, hardcore drinking, hard-core smoking, drinking, womanizing. smoking, womanizing people, yes. and it's now going into a time period where that is not going to fly anymore. So it's an interesting. But if you watch mm. it from the first season, um, you know, at least you get that progression. But it's uh, the clothes are fantastic. I that's guess what I think. that's
0: that's what people say. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, I I want to I want to I want to change. Longitudes here, and I wanna I wanna throw out a challenge to the listeners of the Lounge.
1: I think it's God, it's not me. No, you don't okay. have to do anything. You're you right. don't have
0: to do anything. But we have our five year anniversary show coming up in just two weeks from the airing of this podcast.
1: That's right. You sent out a party request. I right? did. Our... Yes.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. Those of you who weren't invited were not invited. It's because just me
1: and sunshine. <laughs> it's
0: just. It would be creepy to have people we don't know yeah. drop by, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I wanna I wanna say, hey, listeners. Who of you out there have what you think is a great cocktail of your own creation, mm-hmm. and you would like to send us a recipe so that I can, and, and make the recipe as specific as it needs to be, so that you know I am crafting it just as you have. No bacon. No bacon.
1: No blueberries.
0: And uh, we'll send that send that to us to mail at com, and we will drink one listener cocktail on the five-year anniversary show, in addition to the very special cocktail that I've been uh, putting together for the five-year anniversary, mm. so we're gonna have two cocktails. One will be a listener cocktail, and one will be uh, one of my own. So uh, you know, dig through your recipes, or if you've got just one because it's the best, uh, send it on over, and uh, we'll of course do a shout out to you on the show, and we'll let everybody know that it's your drink, and uh, we'll we'll mention your name and, and we'll give rate the, it. We'll give the recipe, and uh, well, unmercilessly we'll rate well, it. The fact that we choose it means we like it. Oh, I see. Means that it's it's a go-to drink, uh, but then. And we'll also maybe make some well. We let about pumpkin well. pick
1: drinks and they're shitty all the time. Oh, what was
0: the, the pink, the pink vagina? vagina? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Absolutely that was horrible. a
1: horrible, horrible drink.
0: So, does the drink have to be tiki? No, not necessarily, but I would implore you to at least make it a rum-based spirit. That, hmm. would, be, that would be nice. Uh, we tend to revolve around the I do like drinks a vodka here.
1: drink every once in a while.
0: I almost did a vodka mm-hmm. drink today. Yeah? I, I almost did because uh the ingredients that I wanted to use were. The Don's Mix, and I also wanted to use uh, some of that aged uh, Martinique rum because uh, I just had, you know, like three shots left in the bottle, and mm-hmm. I always need more space on my shelves. So you just took like, three so shots. Let's, so let's do it. No, 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 no. I actually put it in a drink, and I'm, I'm a responsible... And that's why you
1: were drunk when I got here.
0: I was not. Yeah. I absolutely was not. Almost. All right, so there we go. The listener drink competition. Send that to mail at com. You have less than two weeks to do it, so get off your ass and, your and do bitches. it. Uh Have you heard of Tiki Central? I have. Okay. I, I guess th- I should go on it. You should. Yeah. You should, you should go check it out. Okay. But tikicentral.com is the place to go. And I've said this before, and I want to say it again because not only will you get uh, updates and you can follow the uh, blog thread for Tiki Caliente, mm-hmm. but there's a thread for Tiki Oasis, um, Ohana out there in New York, the... Um, the hookie lao all kinds of, so all of the events pretty much you can follow them there but you know on their start page and you don't have to be a member to go to tikicentral.com and read all the blogs you do have to go ahead and sign up if you want to reply but it doesn't cost you anything unless you want to pay the $25 yearly membership and be a grand member like And what myself. does a grand
1: member get to do
0: well, other than getting the title grand member. It's just
1: donating to the site, you're which is donating, good.
0: You're donating to the site mm-hmm. so that they can keep it up and maintain it and sure. keep it going. And just like, you know, we tell people that, you know, you can go to zentikilounge.com and donate. You know, this is a hobby. We don't do it for a profit. And Tiki Central is, you know, is is the same. They're, you know, they're they're being a resource for the Tiki community. But I have a pretty good uh, suspicion that uh, Hanford is not making millions of dollars and and running all over the world to collect uh, fine rums in places that no one's ever heard of. That actually would be really nice. So anyway, Um, So there's The one subject Is general tiki Tiki discussion For topics Not covered in the other forums There's home tiki bar discussions Tiki gallery Meaning tiki art Mm -hmm. Locating tiki Where to find things And where to find trinkets Tiki travel Tiki events There's California Specific events There's other events There's collecting tiki There's tiki mugs There's creating tiki Carving Other crafts Tiki food and drink
1: We get it There's a lot of shit
0: Well and tiki food and drink Is actually probably The one that I go into the most Because I like to actually uh, go back and forth with people and look at maybe the recipe ideas they've had for that uh, pineapple upside-down cake that has been perfected even more. Well, you've or, had the
1: perfect ones. How could they or, perfect it even more?
0: I completely agree. Yes. I completely agree. I'm going
1: to perfect the coconut cake this year because I like coconut cake.
0: You do that. I do. I think people will enjoy mm-hmm. that. Why don't you make a coconut cake and bring it to Tiki Caliente?
1: I was going to bring coconut cupcakes to Tiki Oasis so that we could half and half your... Um, Pineapple cake well, why it? don't
0: you bring them to Tiki Coliseum? All right, I can do you that could, too. Can you have them ready by May instead of August?
1: No, no, I <laughs> don't know. I might need a couple months to shred the coconut.
0: Uh, all right, um, and Tiki music and all kinds of other stuff. So it's it's just a really great resource, and um, you know I post on there every now and then. But if you're, it, it also has links to other sites that are partnered with uh, Tiki Central. One of them, for example. Is Ooga Mooga. And if you have a tiki mug and Mm. you're wondering, is this tiki mug worth anything? Well, what you do is you flip over the bottom of the mug, preferably when it's empty. Yes,
1: yours is not empty, so it's not empty. So
0: and on the bottom of the mug, it'll generally tell you who manufactured it. For example, the volcano coffee mug I'm drinking out of now or Walmart was made by Tiki Farm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: it also tells me uh, who the artist is. So you go to Ugamuga and you do a search, a mug search, and you type in, you say Tiki Farm for the Manufacturer, and then you type in who the uh, artist is. And sure enough, you'll find a picture of your mug and it'll tell you what it's selling for, mm. what it's reselling for, if it has any value at all. Um, and then you'll see some other folks who maybe have some comments about it or where they got theirs.
1: Lovely. So
0: it's kind of a nice resource. For those of you who actually collect the tiki mugs, mm. you can also, and I have not done this, but I've thought about it. You can take a picture of every tiki mug in your collection and you can put it up on your own page there on Ooga Mooga. And you can basically show your collection off to the the world.
1: Sounds like a lot of work.
0: It does. That's why I haven't done it. Yeah. I admit, I admit I'm often lazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, one of these days, you know, maybe a-
1: You got a bunch of stuff in life you can't be lazy about. So, you know, taking pictures of your tiki mugs is, you know.
0: Yes, I can. I can be selectively lazy. Yes, exactly. And, and and I I do that sometimes. Okay, Starshine, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've um, if you've heard this. Yes. But uh, there is a a lawsuit going on where, um, uh, Taco Bell is being sued in court. Yes. For beef charges, have you heard of this? <laughs> I
1: have heard it.
0: <laughs> so basically, there's this group mm-hmm. suing Taco Bell and saying. You advertise your tacos and and burritos as beef tacos and Mm -hmm. beef burritos, but really, only 31% of the meatish-looking stuff is beef.
1: Sure. Okay, so and what does the FDA say that how much meat has to be in it?
0: Well, Taco Bell shoots back and says, hey, we don't have 31% beef tacos. It's actually 80%. Mm -hmm. So, that also means, what is that other 20%? Now... I understand that it's a combination of soy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and gluten products, sure, which are perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, it's not like they're saying it's bone.
0: Right, it's not bone. It's not. Um, oh, I don't know what else could they use.
1: Rat. Sure. Which <laughs> sure. would be meat. So. But, but not beef. Skin. Fur. Oh God. But it's like um, actually, you know,
0: skin is considered beef as long as it's so from disgusting. a cow. disgusting. Yeah. Um,
1: it's kind of like you know, Jack in the Box has those tacos. And, and I love them. And when I was, uh, I had a student that worked for me a couple years ago that used to work at Jack in the Box. Uh-huh. And those tacos are made of soy. And they yeah. put beef flavor in them. Yeah. So, you know, bitches, if you can't tell, if you enjoy the taste of it and it ends up being that it's half of its soy, who gives a shit?
0: I agree. I agree. You know? Now, I guess there, I guess the question here is really the marketing is, if mm-hmm. you're going to say it's a beef taco and it's not all beef, mm-hmm. probably you should not say it's a beef taco. But
1: if you're going to Taco Bell and getting a 50-cent taco... Yeah. Then shut your yap. That's true. I'm sorry. That
0: that you know you know you what have you're point. going
1: to Taco Bell. You have a point. What do you expect?
0: A hundred percent. You know, taco. and if you want
1: it to look like meat, then get the chicken one. Don't get ground beef. You know, it could be just seasoned oatmeal. You don't know what it is. Mm,
0: you know what? I wonder if. You know what, I wonder if taco seasoning on oatmeal would be any good.
1: Well, and it would probably taste the same as the ground beef. Think how much healthier it would be for you.
0: Oh, it it would be the fiber you need. And I didn't
1: read it on that article, but they had a blow up of the side of the beef pack that it comes in. So what are the ingredients that it, it's beef?
0: Well, it's soy, and it's soy stabilizers, soy lecithin, and all kinds of other stuff. But, you know, me being someone who actually, you know, I studied food nutrition, I, I read the ingredient list. It doesn't actually contain anything that worries me.
1: Yeah, it's just soy it doesn't, and wheat, right? It doesn't contain wheat, anything right?
0: where I would say I would not eat this. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't eat at Taco Bell is because I don't like Taco Bell. Yeah. I like Del Taco. I,
1: you know, if I eat it, I, I prefer Del Taco too, but I, I don't ever get meat from either of those establishments. And the fact that their tacos may be made with half soy... Kind of makes me feel better about them than it makes me feel worse. Sure. Now
0: that doesn't mean they're better for you. They're lower fat because no. they're still full of fat. Because
1: they're putting fat in them to they're, make them tasty. That's why you want to eat them. They are
0: injecting. But those it's not tacos like they're
1: making them even more unhealthy for you. They're not putting something no. foreign in. Them. They're putting wheat or something in them. No.
0: And actually, so this this came up because you know a listener posted on. uh the Facebook page and said something about uh, sunshine. We know you like Taco Bell. Uh-huh. You know how do you feel about you know? But you don't the beef, get not ground being, beef. And I corrected the listener and said, no, actually, I like the Del Taco, not the Taco Bell. But the
1: Del Taco probably doesn't have. It's probably the same kind of meat.
0: Actually, it's not. Is it that? is actually one hundred percent fried ground beef
1: nice Because so I, don't, I don't get meat from them so I don't I don't
0: either I, I go for the tacos and the fries and yeah. I get the veggie version and, but
1: it's you know. like you know when anybody complains about a fast food place shut you're going to a fast food place shut your yap if you right. want it to be a certain way then make it yourself at home or go to a restaurant or you know don't go to McDonald's or I like McDonald's by the way or you know Burger King or Jack-in the Box and complain that there's less meat in their food you know what you're paying for. That's yeah. why it's so cheap.
0: That that is why it's so cheap. Okay, now I need a sound effect for this next little thing. So <laughs> let me let me find is that this good? real quick because no, oh. <laughs> because this is I, I'm very excited about this. I I haven't tried it, so I hope it's good. But I finally found a rum that I've been looking for for quite some time, and Alleluia. no establishment no establishment had it. So Alleluia. let's let's cue the let's cue the music Alleluia. and try the rum.
1: Hallelujah. Of
0: course, listeners, I have been I've been looking for, and this is not by the way, this rum. I don't want to hype it up too much. It's not like an oh my god cuban rum yes it is but it is it's a Cruisian flavored rum
1: mm-hmm.
0: that uh brought to uh,
1: you by leprechauns yes
0: that on their website you know i've seen for quite some time but whether i went to bevmo or wine and more or liquor bar on this daily john lee's, lee's liquor all the different places that i have around me even online i could not find the Cruisian citrus flavored rum so
1: was this left under your pillow
0: no, oh. I went by one of the liquor barns around town, specifically to get more of the Karuba Jamaican dark rum, mm-hmm. which is the official dark rum here in the Zentiki Lounge. And uh, the reason I went to go pick up more of the Karuba is, you see the nice label on the bottom? It here is, for I do. Karuba? I like the
1: whole bottle. It's like an old school. Yes. Yeah, vintage. It's very nice. I like it.
0: Well, they have since changed the label, and it's one of those cheap plastic see through labels. No, this one's much and, better. Yes. So I'm trying to buy as many of these bottles as I can before they're all gone and the, all the stores have switched over to That would to, be cool
1: if you could blow it up and put it as a, a poster in like, you know, I could find that somewhere. Yeah, that would be nice. But
0: it's, it's, it's a picture of a tropical sunset, maybe maybe somewhere near, uh, well, I'm, it, it makes me feel Cuban, like Havana, mm-hmm. with the palm trees and such, although nice it's, and a, it's a Jamaican and... rum. But anyway, so I found the Cruisin' Citrus Rum. Premium Cruzan from the island of Saint Croix with natural citrus flavors, and we're just we're just gonna take a little sip here. We're never
1: leaving the bar today. No, are we're we? just,
0: just a little sip because I finally get to try this rum, and the reason I was looking for a citrus rum is um, I have not seen one before, mm-hmm. other than this brand, and there are some flavored rums that are worth having around, whereas the majority of them are just not worth buying them the dollars. I dollars
1: mean, even it's tasting just them? it's just
0: better to add your own fruit ingredients to your drinks and not not play with the flavored rums but every once in a while like the cruzian vanilla and the Cruisian uh coconut those are done really really and I like well the coconut one. they keep the alcohol content near 40 percent as it should be and don't right. just add a bunch of sugar and so um well anyway so let's try the citrus we're just going to drink right off the bottle here
1: because we're classy like that that's some nice sound effects. It sounds like lasers. Uh, Does that taste like anything? Definitely of citrusy? citrusy.
0: Um, it's you know I kind of smells like citrus. I get a couple different notes in there. I get mostly I think lime and grapefruit. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's nice. It's uh lime is what I'm getting.
0: It th- that's nice. So it
1: doesn't hurt. <laughs>
0: So I'm glad I picked this up, and it's yeah, even no, the larger bottle, and it was only.
1: I'm getting a Sprite flavor.
0: It does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is almost like rum <laughs> or seven Sprite. Seven Up. Yeah. Rum yep. Sprite. Yes. Um, but uh, the rum, the rum is smooth. It doesn't have any odd notes to it or anything no, funky. And so, listeners, do do flavored rums have a place in your bar? Well, that's always personal preference. I personally believe that when it comes to flavored rums, you do need coconut. Mmm,
1: coconut's a lovely, lovely flavor. And.
0: Now that they make it, I say you need the vanilla.
1: You have a shitload of flavored Cruisin' Rums up there.
0: I do. I have pretty much the whole line, except for the citrus that I could not find. Now, I'll say this. The raspberry, mm-hmm. shitty.
1: You know, I don't like raspberry flavored no. anything. I like raspberries, but and,
0: not... And then there's the guava and the mango. Mm-hmm. They're decent. Yeah. But, um...
1: So really, the coconut and the vanilla and this new citrus and one the are citrus. The
0: good one. Those are the good ones. And then, yeah, there's raspberry, mango pineapple, guava, black cherry, you know, those are to me just novelties. Yeah. Those are things that, you know, in ten years or so, will they be around? Maybe, maybe not. But who cares? But you're always gonna want citrus. I think you're always gonna want the. You're always gonna want coconut. Well, coconut, coconut and vanilla are like classic. You the know, flavored rum. fruit
1: flavors kind of go in and out.
0: Vanilla, oddly enough, though, is actually one of the more recent flavored Is it because rum. I would
1: think vanilla anything would be? No. See, a vanilla vodka has been
0: around for quite some time, but vanilla rum is actually quite new. Hmm. And at least as far as I understand, I've never found it uh, anywhere besides Cruzen. Uh, and the thing I really like about it is it makes great coffee drinks mm-hmm. and it makes great dessert drinks like remember the Marooned?
1: That's my favorite. How can yes. I forget the Marooned?
0: So, so the Maroon cocktail and, and you can Google that recipe and you'll come up with our website lucky enough for you. Um, and it, that's just a great drink. And it's got, it's uh, one of my strap. favorite. It's got black strap yes. rum, it's got vanilla rum, it's got dark rum, it's got, oh, what else is in there? I, think I want one of those on our, um,
1: our party in a couple weeks. I don't care if you make it for anybody else, but you can just make it for me. Okay. I don't will, tell anybody else, just make I, it for me. I will
0: make sure to do it just, right. just for you. Thank you. All right, let's see what else we have to uh, talk about this week. I know there's I know there's something more. Let me just find those notes again. Ah, here we go um it's still winter correct well, yes and on the east I, coast i was on the east coast oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely i was i've been depressed a little bit because well you know i can't grow my fruits and vegetables this time of year and do so You have
1: sad syndrome
0: yes i do yeah seasonal affect disorder yes yes i know what sad is and uh, well anyway so uh listeners you know i talk about growing my own mint and i actually usually grow three types of mint I usually do peppermint, spearmint, and then I like lemon mint.
1: Yes, you're an overachiever.
0: <laughs> That's the Martha Stewart yes. in me. Yes. And it, it, you know, mint you can grow it all year in a windowsill, but the pro- window sill, but the problem is is uh, with the angle of my house. Uh, I don't get the morning sun in the window, I get the late afternoon and that just doesn't cut it for well, growing it's like, and things. And the mint
1: you had last time kind of tasted a little funny.
0: Yeah, it wasn't so good. Yeah. And that's the best I can do during the winter. So I do have one of those, um, you know, one of those tabletop uh, gardens that you can have in your like your office or your house or whatever, the uh, Aero Garden. Well, and
1: didn't you get a hydroponic garden for Christmas?
0: And now that's what I want to talk right. about now. So. Now I have a hydroponic garden, so the spare bathroom, the bathtub has now been turned into. Well, you gosh, you
1: have three bathrooms.
0: Yes, I know. Yeah, you have plenty. Has been turned into the hydroponic garden, and I just started the tomatoes, the bell peppers, and. My Three Kinds of Mint.
1: I must see it after the I, show. I
0: will show you. And I'm I'm really excited about it because, well, you know, me, I, I like to be green. So I'm growing indoors and that requires electrical power. But, you know, I got a pump that uses the least amount of electricity as far as the pumps go. Mm-hmm. And also the lighting is um, LED digital lighting.
1: And you ride a bike that powers it, right? No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I, 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 don't I don't do that, I admit.
1: All night riding a bike.
0: But uh, listeners, you know... It's not quite time in most parts of the country unless you live in the southwest where you could start your own herbs. But mint is a great cocktail herb. So is rosemary. Uh, rosemary is used in some uh, martinis, some things that call for gin. And then another up-and-comer is cilantro. Cilantro is getting used more and more in drinks now. Uh, the addition of things cilantro like cilantro
1: is good on anything,
0: uh, like peppers, and cilantro is great in a Bloody Mary.
1: Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Uh,
0: so, there are quite a so few drinks now using cilantro. Um, and then, what is the drink that uh, Brad from Beach Outpost made? It is the cocoa. Oh my God, I can't think of it right now.
1: Does it have cilantro in it?
0: It does. It has cilantro and red pepper flake in the Ooh, syrup. Oh, yummy. That goes into. It's not mojito? No. I can't, I, it's, it's blue, and I, Brad, I'm so sorry, I can't think of the name of the drink right now, but...
1: But we would drink it.
0: We have drink it. We, we have. have. Yes. I've made it before, and we've had it. Oh well, crap. No, I like, feel bad, Brad. But anyway, so... I have to grow these things year-round, and now I have a way to do it, so I'm kind of excited. Um, I'm just curious if any of the listeners out there do any of their own indoor gardening or if they do it for their cocktail herbs specifically, mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, we had one listener write in quite some time ago and say that they do have a lemon tree that they grow in the sunny corner of their home, so they have uh, citrus all and year. And
1: keeps you in tangerines.
0: She does, yeah. because they live in a corner of the country where you just can't grow citrus, so it has mm-hmm. to be an indoor an indoor variety. Let me and I them. only
1: grow cacti because I can't grow anything. But mm. I have about 30 cactus in the backyard now.
0: Do you really? Yeah,
1: gonna, I like cactus. I'm going
0: to have to see that at the senator's birthday party. Um, all right, so now something a little bit more serious. Are you ready to be serious? Maybe. What do you know about what's going on in Egypt right now?
1: Um, I know that they're protesting against the government, but I haven't read it enough to know... What they're protesting. So uh,
0: President or Prime Minister Mubarak, whatever mm-hmm. his title is, he's been in power for 30 plus years. And he is an ally of the United States. But mm-hmm. let me let me rephrase that. He is an ally of Bush-era politics.
1: I know that we supplied over a billion dollars to their army.
0: Uh, probably more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, basically, Egypt is really... Outside of Israel, our only true friend in the Middle East.
1: Sure,
0: but should they be? Probably not. Um, Egypt is known for, and this is why the people who live there are protesting and they're they're basically raging against the machine, their uh, their government that is not elected, uh, it's self appointed, and it's. Yeah, I don't think uh, anybody should be in
1: power for thirty years. I don't see how no. that. Has, no. No, well, they don't want progress. So uh,
0: the people, uh, you know, they have laws imposed on them that they have no ability to decide on. Um, there is uh, a great use of torture and even uh, murder at the, at state hands, mm-hmm. although... Allegedly. I know I'm not even gonna say allegedly. They're they're fucking murdering people. Sure. Um, and so you know that's what's going on in Egypt and a lot of places in the Middle East where women have no rights. Uh being gay is absolutely illegal or punishable by instant death and worse than being a woman. Imagine that. Being gay in the Middle East is is in all likelihood worse than being a woman. And being a woman is pretty bad. Yeah,
1: it's pretty sucky to be a woman.
0: Yes. Uh well, anyway, so. They shut off the internet,
1: yes, I did read that so the
0: government shut off cell phone access and internet data mm-hmm. connections, so and we have listeners in Egypt.
1: we do what
0: are they going to do
1: well they're going to have to uh they're go gonna, into their basements and i put mean something I together
0: i can't i can't uh I can't just you know uh rip the the Aren't podcast they get the onto... latest
1: information on rum drinks if I know, they're I can't, up- upholding their government i can't, <laughs> I can't rip
0: the podcast onto cd and mail it <laughs> out to them i mean I, I don't know what to do so i you know what i um
1: they may be out protesting but, right but now. i mean
0: can you okay so all of you listening to this can you imagine living in a place where your government decides to shut off your connection to the outside world
1: well, we don't. We live in a place where we'd all have the right to raise holy hell if that happens, and we're all comfortable with that. I mean, that is our right. But
0: now, now I ask you a question.
1: They could, though. If, but-
0: if, if our government here actually did mm-hmm. shut off the pipes to the internet, and of course, they would, I'm sure, make it look like a virus, or mm-hmm. they'd make it look like there was some other cause, when sure. in all reality... There was some what, some type of unrest or something about to leak and they didn't want us to find out so they shut the damn thing off
1: I don't know if I think there's so many computer hackers and computer savvy people computer savvy people out there I don't think they could
0: you don't think so? No. But but I think that the I mean, government everyone does everyone. have the ability to, to call p- the Verizons, the AT&Ts, sure. et cetera, and say you will shut it off now. Sure,
1: I think they could shut it off to the majority of the United States, but not. I think that not to everyone. I think that there's people out there in America or even the world that are smarter than them.
0: I when it comes to I, the computers. I, I certainly hope so. Yeah. So um, so you know the reason I bring this up is you know Egypt uh, could very well be. You know, a catalyst for what is about to happen in the Middle East. So there are many other countries, um, uh, Iran, Syria, etc., that these same types of uh, public revolts are happening, and mm-hmm. it's all about they want they want democracy, but they want a democracy where they actually get to you know hold elections and vote sure, for people.
1: A, a Whereas a real democracy, they're <laughs>
0: considered pro Western states Mm -hmm. but if you don't allow your people to elect you and and you know what here's here it all comes down to this
1: or if you're electing officials that aren't really in power they're just kind of a face yes
0: here in america
1: america we
0: all have the right to vote for the people that we think will do the least shitty thing to us
1: and not only that we have the right to bitch
0: Yes, we do. You know, and that so, is, that's
1: an important right to be able to bitch.
0: So with each election we have, whether it be at the state or federal level, your senator, your, your governor, your mayor, whatever, mm-hmm. they're all a bunch of assholes. They mm-hmm. all suck. Yeah. Uh, none of them. Well, OK. A- at the very local level, I do believe that there are some some mayors and some state politicians that probably do have the, the residents best interests in sure, mind.
1: Because they live in that city.
0: You go beyond that. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you. No one any longer has your best interests in mind. So we are always voting for the lesser of all evils. And I
1: agree with that. We
0: are voting for... So in my case, my votes, it's a one-sided thing. I simply vote for the person who does not want to uh, impose laws that say that gay is illegal or gay people can never be married. And I'm voting or
1: for that too. Gay people,
0: <laughs> gay people can't adopt, et cetera, et cetera. Just like if there was a politician who was saying that, you know, we need to go back, go back 80 years... And uh, women really shouldn't vote. You know, I wouldn't vote for that person either. Sure. So um, it's it's a human rights issue. And yes, in the United States and the UK and in the, the Western world, Europe, et cetera, Australia, you know, we're used to having elections and voting for who we want. But in all reality, we know that the people we vote for do only about 10% of the things they say they were ever going to do.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that's all... I think that you should expect that. And when you act surprised after they get voted in, because they can only do so much once they...
0: No, I don't act surprised. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: but but people do. Oh, look, you know, Obama can't do all this shit. Well, he was never going to be able to. Because no. he can't do it by himself. He needs to be... It needs to be voted on by the Senate and the House and everything, you know? That's right. Yeah, it's just... It's all talk.
0: It, it is all talk. And... But you know what? Now, I look at... And now... Regardless of what side of the political fence here in the U.S. you're on, and mm-hmm. we have listeners all over the world, but you're going to have to deal with the U.S. for just a moment. You've got the Democrats and you've got the Republicans. Unfortunately, we don't have a third or fourth party, although we really need one.
1: Very minor ones.
0: Yes. And uh, so you've got, you've got the people who basically believe that the government should have absolutely no control in our lives. We should be able to have mm-hmm. as many guns as we want. And... Um, that uh, old white people should control everything. Yes. So, oh, and and Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes. So that is one side, and we won't name what their party is. <laughs> and then there's and then there's the other side. It's the old
1: white people party, though. And the other
0: side <laughs> is the other side are the group who believe that you know, more government is okay as long as that government has a purpose in enriching people's lives. And I will admit that there's some debate there on whether or not any of that actually happens. Mm-hmm. But but that's the, the thought anyway. And this group also believes that, um, that education is very important and that civil rights are very important. Healthcare the, care is important. The individual important. is important and healthcare is very important. So, oh, and I forgot to mention the other side. They're very big on defense. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the other side... Uh, not as big on spending on defense, So you have these, they're, they're literally polar opposites, and they don't see eye to eye on much. And of course, well, that's a huge, huge problem. So regardless of which president from which party is in charge, neither one of them get much of anything done because the other half won't let them.
1: No, it's just a big game.
0: And it we just need to get somebody in there who somehow... Somehow has enough dirt on everybody in the house in the Senate.
1: (laughs) That is true.
0: (laughs) That can can say, I'm going public with all the shit that you did. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and and by the way, I already, you know, like if the president says, oh, I already admit I slept with a man and I smoked a doobie and, Big uh, fucking deal. and I didn't go to church last week. But the week. other
1: half doesn't want to admit that they're tapping people's feet under bathroom stalls. Yes, they yeah. sure don't. They sure don't. Mm-mm.
0: So, um, you know, if we had a president like that who could hold the other half accountable or say, I will out your shit if yes. you don't step in line, just so that we could, I don't know, balance a budget.
1: Agree on something? Oh,
0: I, I... I don't know. Uh, upgrade our highway system. Maybe our electrical system. So the bridges maybe, aren't falling apart. And you know, shit? maybe maybe we could step ahead of uh, the countries uh, in the Middle East that have taken all of our oil money and built metropolises that far are far superior to what our cities look like today.
1: Mm, well, they're newer uh, too. They're, they're newer. They're mm-hmm.
0: greener. They're more modern. They're more high tech. They're beautiful. I mean, you know, Dubai. But,
1: but their women still wear a... Uh,
0: well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Dubai is a great example. <laughs> and I'm example. pretty sure
1: there's no gay people there.
0: Well, they're there. But, but they certainly hiding. yes they.
1: So is it better?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying that uh, they are able to do some things mm-hmm. that this country could never do because we won't agree on anything. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think that, you know, the American way is that you have to fight Fight, 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 because that's the American way to be able to fight until you actually get something done, which a lot of times is shitty.
0: I wonder if it's this particular uh, rum combination that we're having this week that is making me feel so political.
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> know. since Kehlani's here, you not here, you kind of have to take over that mantle. That's you know, true. So is, I think that's what's going on.
0: It, it is usually her that does the, the political banter. Yeah, we need but, to
1: think of some music that plays in the background when she goes off on her little uh,
0: well, I can 15 do, I can, minute. I can certainly make that happen.
1: That would be so, lovely.
0: Um, Starshine, you know, again, we're coming up on the five-year anniversary of the show. Mm-hmm. What what would you like to see happen in the next five years?
1: Hmm, I'd like to Silence. go to Vegas more.
0: And then do a show from Vegas?
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay. I think we should all go on vacations together more and and podcast from those vacation spots.
0: I, I so agree.
1: That would be awesome. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a tiki location. It could be... Places in America. Well, yeah, because we
0: can bring our tiki with yes. us. Yes. Just so long as you don't drop my Mai Tai
1: You know, bitch, you shouldn't floor. have given me your Mai Tai to hold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's just tell that story one more time. But I think
1: that's what we should do is take more vacations and podcasts from those vacation locations. I vacation think Because
0: really we only have the opportunity when we go to a tiki oasis mm-hmm. or tiki caliente or something like yeah. that. Where we can podcast on location. But uh, that is fun. And we all used it's... to
1: go, with the exception of Kehlani, Yes, you, me, and Pumpkin used to go on and the Senator. Yes, used to go on vacation a lot. We did, yeah,
0: and and there was a lot of hijinks and Yes, yeah, and that was fun.
1: And we should do that again.
0: We should. And, That's my uh, goal. Uh, and Kaylani, Kay she gets to come along. Uh-huh. And uh, well, okay, we will. Okay, we will plan a weekend. And we will all commit to it. I
1: mean, we've already got two weekends this year so far for going to uh, Caliente on Oasis. Well, we're going to have to plan another one. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we spent a lot of time together.
0: <laughs> all right. So there you go, uh, listeners. Um, there's something you should all be doing is spend time with those who have similar interests. And if that similar interest is rum or shenanigans, or uh, dimly lit tiki bars, or just getting out and doing stuff. Or
1: moving all that stuff to some weird yes, location. Yes, or packing,
0: <laughs> packing up a portable tiki bar yeah. and hundreds of gallons of rum into a car. And that's driving what my parents in, used to
1: do when I was young. And, dri- and driving
0: <laughs> off into the desert. They called if, it camping. If that's your idea of fun, yeah. Camping.
1: Camping. <laughs> drinking around a fire is what it was. Mommy,
0: the water tastes funny. Oh, honey, don't drink out of that canteen. That's Daddy's dark rum. It's Aunt
1: Patty's vodka.
0: <laughs> well... We're at the end of the show. That's lovely. It happened so fast.
1: Just like the five years.
0: I know. It's so hard to believe. All right, listeners. we so fabulous looking. Go to zentiki and check out the show notes and the links to all the fabulous things that we want you to know about and, well, that you might want to know about. You can go on Facebook and like the Zen Tiki Lounge page. You can go to iTunes and you could subscribe to the podcast. Even better, you can leave a rating, a review of this very podcast on iTunes there in the podcast area. And uh, all you have to do to do that is have an iTunes login. You don't have to pay any money to have the login. And doesn't everybody have an iTunes login at this point? I don't. You don't?
1: I bet Joe does. But, oh, yes. whatever. You know.
0: Yeah. The senator does. I'm yeah. sure he does. Um, because if you, have a, if you have a login, then you can go to our podcast page and you can leave a review of the show. And people have been doing quite a little bit of that lately. And, of course, I appreciate that. Yes. I'm actually checking right now to see if we have uh, a new review and uh let's see here i think it looks like we have a new review so shall we read it what do you think um if you can read oh no that's not a new review we yeah. already talked about that one Aww. that's too bad well so the moral of the story is thank you so much for joining us here in the zen tiki Lounge. we hope to see you at many of the spring summer and fall events that are coming up
1: festivities all
0: over the country uh be proud hold your rum high and drink often but be responsible and always have a designated driver. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, Mahalo. Mahalo.